looking for demogorgons. Episode of Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I am terrified to be here with you guys today. It's the scariest time to be alive, is it not? In the best way possible. Everywhere you go, there's scary sounds. You're an awful driver, driver. Your deepest, darkest fears start rising to the surface. It's different for everyone. What is it for you? Tell me. Is it a fear of heights? <gasps> Scared of spiders? Small spaces? Maybe it's all three together. An enclosed ladder covered in webs? Oh, dear God. You never know, but it is the time of the year to face them and embrace them. And I tell you what, I am embracing exactly that here on this Halloween episode. I mean, just look at this, okay? Not only am I thrilled, as always, to be here with you and have a fun, silly time, but in a spooky Halloween wonder world. Is this not the best? All right. I've fallen in love with the idea of these little thematic decorations. Okay. I just love every part of it, except the spending money part. But I tell you what I do like. The returning and getting the money back. However, it is really, I mean, you can have all the ghouls and goblins and haunted houses you want. But that moment where you take all this stuff and you put it back on the counter, your hands are shaking as you give them the card. You're like, I just didn't end up needing them. And it's after the season has already passed. That's scary, okay? Talk about adrenaline. I would like a haunted house where you just spend some money and you just try and return some things. Like, hey, I can get it all back, right? You know, that's scary to me, okay? Not chainsaws, losing money. Um, so anyways, if you look around, we've got our cast of reoccurring characters, as always, Francois! Everybody's favorite French ghost who parties oh so hard on the dance floor in the most European way possible, Jigglebot McBones! He's always, what the, returning with a smile on his face, kind of. You know, as much as Bones can kind of make it work. And then my favorite, Otis, the evil overgord. He looks a little exhausted, but you know what? It's been a long Halloween for everyone, especially pumpkins. Um, Jesus, okay. I have a hard time returning stuff if I just <laughs> lose most of it. Um, and we've got these guys, these reoccurring dudes we had last year. I forget their names, okay? I think it's kind of like, look, I've never been a parent. But I imagine after three kids, you go, oh, you know, like I got my starters, but I'm going to forget the names of my backup sometimes. Like, yeah, you were these are the main cast. What, what was that? What, Clark? I don't, you know, I don't know. I think that's completely fine. You know, your business starts rising. You're hiring some new employees. You're going to forget some of them. Maybe get your numbers up. Huh? I tell you who I do know. My boy Lewis over here. It's crazy. You can just walk into a morgue and get one of these things. I'm kidding. Okay. I legally should say that this is not a dead body. He's very much alive. Aren't you, Lewis? Hey, keep your head up! Okay, he is a trained actor, and he is here for the ride, dude. He's like a, a modern mummy, you know? Like, they wrapped them in the whatever, the cloth and whatever, but we trash bags and caution tape now. Imagine coming back to life as a modern mummy. And you're like, this is, I get garbage? 
you wrap me in garbage? And they rise out of a tomb and you're just like in a barrel or something. It's a hard life as a mummy, I'm sure. Um, so anyways, those are the characters, of course. I am Steve the Hare Harrington from Stranger Things, equipped with my, my bat over here in case you need to fend off some spirits or really make sure I get a refund. Um, and the gloves are interesting because I can't tell if I'm supposed to be the character or washing dishes or some sort of, you know, weird uh, clean freak Frankenstein, you know, like, I will make monsters, but I do not want germs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll say this about the costume, dude, okay? In all honesty, I had a few ideas, right? I wanted to do a Ricky Vaughn. I wanted to do some Ghostbusters. I thought about doing some Spider-Man. And I was going back and forth over this for weeks, really. But as I was doing it, I'm looking up different pieces, and I just couldn't make up my mind. I go to the store, and... I see this jacket that I need because this is really the only thing I would need for this simple, easy costume, right? Excuse me? I bought an Alexa and I really don't understand what they do. Except continue to interrupt me, okay? I'm more scared of being inconvenienced by AI than them taking over the world. That's just annoying. Um, so anyways, yeah, I only needed this little thing basically for the costume. It's just a tucked in shirt and a gray jacket. So I see it at the store and I don't buy it yet because I'm still making up my mind on what I want to do. Um, as time ticks down and I realize these other costumes that I want become less and less available. They can't be shipped. They can't be brought in time. I think, okay. We go back to our backup plan, Steve Harrington. So I race back to that store, and would you believe it? If Tristan's little layup turns into a three-pointer and he can't make a single shot, they're out of the jackets, okay? And I was going to spend it, and it was going to be a lot of money, but I knew I'd be able to return it, right? So I'm racing back to other retailers looking for a great jacket. Would you believe it? That if every local store didn't carry a single gray jacket, how simple is that? So what I have to end up doing is going onto Amazon and buying this, again, silly little costume, an $80 jacket, which is fine because I want to return all of it, but I'm, I'm used to a face-to-face -face transaction where I can lie to the person and try and get my money back. This right here, okay, where I got to operate online, I don't know what kind of weird background checks they do to make sure I can return things. I'm so scared the tag's still on, okay? I'm terrified. I don't want to be out $80 for what was supposed to be my layup, my easy, simple costume, and I get screwed over? No way! That's scary, dude. I'm terrified. So, you know what? Whatever you guys are going for Halloween, um, don't buy them off Amazon. And I mean, if you're planning on returning them, at least get them from a, a local store, because it's my theory that it's a lot easier to look someone in the eyes and say, please, I need this, than like, I don't know, some online chat. I just don't know how it works, okay? The unknown is scary. Well, I'll tell you what else is scary, dude, lighting candles. I talked about this previously and that I didn't know if I was gonna be able to get it done, and I did! I wanna draw attention to it because it is lit. It's lit! <laughs> I did burn myself, though. But you know what, I got it done. That's, yeah, I faced my fears. I was pummeled for it, okay? I, I, it's like facing your fears and going to a haunted house and they actually do hit you with an axe. Like, yeah, you know, I, I lost the fight, but I faced my fears, right? That's gotta count for something. So that's what I'm doing, man. I'm just, I don't know, I'm facing my fears. I'm putting myself in uncomfortable positions left and right and I don't know if they're gonna pay off. Okay, I might get pummeled. I might not get my money back for this jacket, but you know what? I'm proud of myself for, uh, Taking the leap, 
Maybe. I don't know. Lewis, what do you think? I know. He's one of the best co-hosts we've ever had. No offense, Francois. Um, so anyways, guys, what are you up to this Halloween? I know a lot of people are doing their trick-or-treating. You give out candy. You go to your pumpkin patches. You go to your haunted house, haunted mazes. A lot of people are doing scary movies, okay? Now, I'm not scared of scary movies necessarily anymore. But, like, I never really got into them because I was I was traumatized for so long. Like, scary horror. That's why it took so long, I think, for me to even get into Halloween is that, you know, around 2008 or so, when those little YouTube videos would pop up with the jump scare, like you're just watching a Jeep drive or a maze and a haunted face screams at you. My brothers and neighbors did that to me multiple times. Okay, over and over again. And if you've ever been eight, nine years old and the people you trust the most, okay, your older brothers just keep scaring you to death and then laugh in your face as you run away crying. I just, I didn't know. Okay. And then I got scared of everything. I couldn't go in the other room by myself. I couldn't take showers. I couldn't do it. I had to poop with the door open until I was like 14. All right. You know how scary that is? It's like, I'm scared of dying. But I'm also scared of people walking in on me. So I have to just keep on making noises to make sure no one walks in so they know I'm here, but I'm too scared to actually close the door. So I'm making poop noises with my mouth. This is a true story. You think I'm exaggerating? I'm not. Okay? And my brothers would walk by and they'd say, Ew, ew. I'm like, You did this to me! So, <laughs> yeah, man. I just never really got into the horror stuff necessarily. But. I also think horror movies are kind of crappy regardless. Now, this is going to be a hot take, but stuff like uh, my brother, he just went to go see the Saw movie. Okay, now I think some movies, some scary movies can be good if they actually have a story, stuff like It or whatever, or maybe there's, um, what's the Hannibal Lecter one? Okay, whatever, there's just some scary movies out there. But if they have a good story, like Oscar winning potentially, like that's fine, okay? You're actually having a linear progression. But I think stuff like for gore, like Saul, I, I have never seen him, but I think that the movies are just about hacking some people to death and going, yes, because they've made 18 of them. They just saw the new salt. Like, they just keep coming out. So the guy clearly isn't losing. He keeps just killing people and going, I'm back again. Like, is the main character the villain and we're cheering for him? Like, I don't care to just see just violence, okay? That almost feels illegal to watch, okay? If you're watching a movie just for the gore, like, I feel like you should be on a red list there. Like, I'm all for the scary things, but if you're like, dude... There's this movie that just came out. What's the story? No story. But people get hacked to freaking pieces. Are you okay? You know, what, what? What? I'm sorry, what? How did this become a thing? How are there this many movies? Like, there's got to be something wrong with people. And that's not the only one. There's plenty of movies that are like that. I don't mean to be hot take guy, but I'm. you should do a little self-reflection. And be like, why do I like this? And if it comes back anything other than uh, I was wrong, I don't like this. Get down, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it does feel just like a little weird that that it's just, it, people gather around, dude. You're just in a, in a theater full of people, and you're just watching this guy. And here's what I think too, dude. Some of these things are so <laughs> like meaningless. They're just for the gore. And again, I think you should be on a watch list, but it almost feels like there's no other point to having it, but it's almost like a guide, dude. I mean, how many people watch that? Like, life imitates art, right? Okay. You start 
becoming what you see. You watch some of these these movies and shows like, oh, how to get away with murder. Oh, how to do your first murder. How to get over the fear of blood so you can murder people. You know, you're watching <laughs> shows like this, dude. Eventually, he's there thinking, maybe I could do that because there's no other point to the show. I think you're giving people a roadmap on how to do that. All right. Like chances are serial killers have seen Saul. Yes or no. Right. Logistically. So somebody in that theater that you're watching it with, OK, is an actual serial killer. And he's watching the movie Saul and he's going, that's a good idea. OK. And what if happens if there's a scene in there? You're watching the movie, okay, Saw 35, and, and in the movie, they go to a movie, and the Saw guy just starts killing a bunch of people in the theater, and he goes, oh, maybe, maybe just now. Dude, that's scary. It's crap. All right, that's just pure evil, and I don't like it, okay? I think that kind of stuff has no place in Halloween. Halloween's supposed to be fun and spooky, all right? Not just death and murder. That's that's for Lewis. Again, he is alive. See, good kid. Um, but, dude, I don't know. Those things, I just, I can't get behind. And I, maybe that is because I was, I was traumatized. I just can't afford to really be in that zone. And I just don't understand it. But people eat it up, dude. They go, oh, yeah. You see the guy? He killed him. How do you, I, you know, you go watch race car movies. Yes, he won the race. Okay. A military movie. Yeah, he's, he's out there and he's, he's really persevering. Or a dance movie. Oh, he won the competition, American Idol. Like, who are we cheering for in Saw? Are we hoping they all get away? If that's the case, are you not disappointed yet that it's not working out? I don't know. It's kind of like those Jeffrey Dahmer shows that just came out. Like, I didn't watch it because I knew how it ended. Like, I need to be cheering for something like oh i need to see how jeffrey Dahmer kills all his people why why do you need to because you're gonna do something with that knowledge huh like you know this doesn't end well for anybody i don't know um so anyways that's that's i guess i am scared of them i was wrong i tried to put on a brave face and say i'm not scared of scary movies anymore i am apparently deathly so much so that i'm trying to get them banned um i'll tell you what else i'm scared of dude i Okay, I used a nose hair trimmer lately. And, you know, that's scary in its own right. I didn't even need a nose hair trimmer, but I got it for Prime Day. Oh, crap, dude. Okay, look, there were two Prime Days, and the one that came in the summer, I was like, oh, I forgot to tell you guys about it. Not that I'm going to be reporting, you know, deals to you, but I thought it would just be silly to bring it back, and I swore that in October I would talk about the Prime Day that came back, and I forgot! That's on me. You know what? I'm scared of letting people down, but it's in the past. I'll get over it. So anyways... <laughs> I got this nose hair trimmer, not because I needed it, but it was 75% off. Yeah, yeah. So I had to try it, of course. And it's nerve-wracking to put anything into your nose. It's like, like I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but I did it, and I'm cleaning the friggin' thing out, all right? Because I think that's just how a nose hair trimmer works. Now, I'm breathing through it. I'm going... It's, it's a breath of fresh air. It is open, but it's like uncomfortably clean. And I didn't look up how to trim your nose hair. You know, I don't look up how to trim my facial hair. You just do the thing, right? I thought I'd just trim my nose hair. How hard could it be? And then immediately, instead of seeing a video of tutorials, there's a bunch of warning signs. Say, do not cut inside your nose. Do not trim the hairs down below. I'm thinking, oh, God, what did I just walk into? Okay. What's going on? It says, oh, be careful because there's bacteria, diseases, possibly cancer, and in some cases, death. I'm sorry, what? I trimmed my nose hairs and now I'm going to die? How do, 
the escalation of this event. Okay, I got a nose hair trimmer for $8. I'm thinking, yeah, this is just gonna be fun. Maybe I'm gonna get up on my grooming. And all of a sudden, I'm looking up the fact that I'm gonna be wrapping myself up like this guy. Like, what, what? You gotta put something on the box like that. All right, they're like, oh, you, the way that your nose hair works, it filters out the bacteria and the germs, but if you're just breathing them straight into the brain, you're gonna die, man. I'm terrified now. Now, of course, this was weeks ago, and I haven't developed anything, so my nose hair <laughs> sprouted back, but in the moment, I, I freaking cried myself to sleep over and over again, dude. Like, everyone wants to watch gore movies, dude. I want to watch a movie where a guy cuts his nose hairs, and he's just scared for a while, and then things are okay, right? That's the kind of horror movies <laughs> I am into, dude. So, yeah, that was a terrifying moment for me this fall. Um, another one? You see this big bucket of candy back here? Okay. Now, I went to the store, Walgreens specifically, to buy my candy because they have these big candy of the week deals. Like those bags of candy are usually $5, but on the certain deal, they're two bucks a bag. Now that's a crazy deal. Like I said about the nose trimmer, didn't need one, but when I see a good deal, I'm buying it. So I go in there and I load up on these candies. And as I approach the, the counter, I see this guy who is kind of greasy and pasty, and nothing against greasy, pasty individuals, we love you. But it was just a bit off-putting because he wasn't blinking and he was staring at me before I even came to the counter. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And he says, I'm doing well. And then I hand him the candy and he's still looking right at me. And then he starts scanning them. Without looking away, he keeps going, doot, doot. I'm thinking, dude, can you just glance over there? You know, like, oh, there's a, you know, a nose hair trimmer. He's going to get cancer. Look over there. He just kept eye contact. So I'm freaking out, right? And I'm just like, I just don't want to be here anymore. I'm kind of looking down. And what I don't notice, because I'm trying to avoid all of this, is that there was no candy of the week deal. I paid $5.29 per bag, full price. So I I grab him, still looking down, and I begin to walk out, and I see the receipt, and it says $5.29. I go, wait. Do you guys not do the candy of the week deal anymore? And he's still not blinking. No, I'm afraid that promotion ended. I think, okay, well, you know what? I'll pay full price if I can get out of here. So I begin walking in here. Wait, I turn around. Guy won't break eye contact. He says, bring the candy back. I can get you the coupon. I'm like, wait, what? He motions me over, takes the candy, rescans them to put the money back on the card. Boop, boop. Boop. Not breaking eye contact. He returns all of them, rescans the candy with the new promotional deal. Boop, boop, boop. I'm sweating at this point. Okay, I'm like, are, are you dressed? Is this a character? Are you an alien? What's going on? I was actually getting scared. I'm like, what is, why does, does he want me to have this candy? Why does he want me to have candy? Why would you look away? Okay, and he kept on looking at me through everything. Two exchanges, three if you count the return. Puts them in the candy, I walk out, and I don't know if he ever looked away. But part of me feels, even as I walked out the door, got into my car and drove away, I could feel him probably just looking through the wall. I think somewhere in his house, he's just staring off north because that's the direction I usually go. I'm always going up. And he's just looking out because he could see me from miles away. Why was he staring at me? I don't know. The scariest parts in life are the things we don't have answers for, man. So now I have this whole bucket of candy, and I don't know if I even want to eat it. Why did he want me to have it? Okay, did he put razor blades in it? I have no idea. Oh, dude, I don't know. Halloween, right? Like, what, what, do, I, what do I do with that encounter, all right? Like, 
did that guy see the new saw? And in that scene, like I haven't seen the movies, there's a guy who's like trying to get a, a candy deal and he's like, no, I'll give you free candy. <laughs> so I'm just worried, man. I don't have enough answers in life to feel calm anymore. Speaking of the razor blades, dude, I often thought about that. People say, oh, be careful, check your candy. Your kid's candy might be a razor blades in it. Now, I've, I've, even as a kid, I never got the fear of it. Because, like, one, look at this. You're not getting a razor blade vertical, you know? So it's got to go horizontal, which means you just bite it. No harm, no foul. Now, let's say you can get a vertical razor blade into this. It's a thicker candy bar. No offense to Snickers, but they're not as big as they should be. But let's say it is vertical. I bite that. It bumps my tooth, maybe cuts my tongue, and I go, oh, what the frick? I'm tossing the razor blade out, and I'm still finishing the freaking thing. Like, the fear of a razor blade in candy is lost on me. I just don't get it. I chipped my tooth on a pistachio, but a razor blade seems like it would do less damage. It's just a cut. I heal quick, and I'm eating more candy. I just want to know where the razor blade things come from. I've never actually heard a story of anyone experiencing anything like it. But every Halloween, I see it. Check your check your kid's candy. Check, look around. There's razor blades in all your food. Like, if someone's going to put razor blades in something, I would put it in, like, you know, a cake or just like sprinkle some pieces of glass into pudding. I don't know. But this just isn't practical. Like, even if you could get it in there, okay, you're telling me that they so perfectly got a knife in the chocolate that it left no lasting damage? No, like it just looks completely fine and smoothed over. And then afterwards, they put it back in the wrapper and sealed it? Like, at that point, honestly, if you do such a flawless job, you almost deserve to get the satisfaction of someone biting into a razor blade. Like, if you're that much of a craftsman, like, props to you. Um, just seems like of all the things we worry about, one of the weaker attempts in the world. Like, I'm sure this hasn't happened in a scary movie, you know, because, like, this, it's, you know, it's not really scaring anybody. Like, parents go, oh, we got a prediction from the razor blades. Kids like, I'm not even worried about it. You know, I don't know what you're feeling about. I'm the one who's eating the candy. I'm not scared. I'm going to keep on eating it without any hesitation. What's this? Speaking of which, let's try and unwrap these with these stupid giant gloves. And let's just check what Mr. Alien monotone, no blinking, pasty, greasy individual left for us, okay? This candy was given to me by the strangest man <laughs> probably on the planet. Let's see if he's trying to kill me. Um, 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 um. Mm. Wow. You know, his social skills were odd, okay? He was a little bit intimidating, but boy, does he sell a good candy bar. That's fantastic, okay? I'm not, I'm not even worried. Where are the razor plates? I don't know. But a razor plate would have been way more comfortable than the interaction I did have. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, now is the time of the episode that we've been waiting for. Okay, now I asked you for your spooky, scary stories, stories of an unexplained phenomenon, possibly a weird man at a checkout, but I did receive many ghost stories from you guys, and we are going to read them and have a spooky time, try and dissect it. What's going on in the world? What are these, you know, phenomena? Phenomena. Now we're going to read these stories, but before we do, I have to tell you one of my own. Okay, this was my only kind of dark spiritual uh you know event okay so it actually goes back to when i was eight when i was also being terrified by my brothers i was terrified one night in church okay and i don't know why i was there it was some sort of like just eight-year-old group like my mom was a choir so i just had to be at the church and this lady was 
I don't know, giving us a Bible lesson. So they went on the ark and two of everything. Like, okay, I've heard this one. So after we had kind of gotten done, she goes off the cuff and starts telling this real personal story of hers. She said, you know what? A friend of mine recently, who also has an eight-year-old son like all of you, that was almost dragged under his bed by a demon. And we're like, what the frick? He's like, yeah, so he wasn't reading his Bible a lot, and one night he felt someone grab onto his ankles and pull him down. Now, what I assume had just been a lady wrongfully trying to, like, scare some kids into reading the Bible more. Hey, by the way, do this or die, right? Had left an impression on me. And even after I talked to my mother and I told her about it, and she's like, no, demons can't like physically grab you or anything like that. Don't worry. I still thought about that every time my feet had neared the edge of the bed. I thought, oh, I'm going to say a prayer real quick because I don't want to die. And you know what? It was just something that was always in the back of my head. Fast forward to about 17 years old. Okay. And I have this crazy dream where I'm going down an elevator and there's like this green mist that's very faint and glowing and the elevator keeps getting lower and lower and I feel my, my chest and my body compacting. It gets tighter and tighter and tighter and the, the mist keeps getting closer and closer and immediately I snap awake in real life. And I felt like out of breath and I felt like I was still being held in my dream so I book it and I try to get out of my room and as I'm doing that, I feel something grab onto my ankle, what feels like was from under the bed, and I trip. I'm running out of the room and I trip in the doorway. And I feel like I'm still being pulled back and I hold on to the door frame, okay? I felt like I was being pulled so much that I needed to hold on and not be pulled under my bed, okay? I'm holding it for seconds. And eventually, it subsides, okay? Now, I was too scared to go back into my room. I slept in the hallway that night. And I don't know, I don't have any explanation for what had happened. I still assume I had just woken up, my brain wasn't in the right zone yet, so I was just feeling whatever, you know, I concocted in my mind. Like I would have thought, hey, you know, there's no way I can be pulled under my bed, I can't fit, I stuff all of my garbage under there. But I felt very real at the time, and it felt like I was actually being pulled to death. And I told my mom about it again, and I was just so scared, and she was spooked too. And what was crazier, dude, was that she said I had a very similar experience. I don't know! I still don't know, man! Uh, but it scared the crap right out of me. I don't actually think it was anything serious because I, I want to sleep soundly and calm at night. But, yeah, very terrifying nonetheless, man. I don't know what it was. I don't ever want to feel that again. I just really felt like I was going to die. And shame on that lady, okay, for even saying that. Why, why go around telling kids that? Let's say it was true, okay? Let's say it happened to her, that she was genuinely, truly pulled under the bed by a demon. Why on earth would you relay that information back to children and scare the crap out of them, even if it was real? Like, what kind of other horrors do you not keep from your kids? Oh, by the way, you know, your microwave could explode and kill you in your sleep. Oh, by the way, there's a chance that another country may just drop a bomb on your house anytime while you're sleeping. <laughs> you know, knives are real and they kill people. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for coming to church. What the frick is wrong with you? I, so I lived with that fear. Not only these demons, but my brothers, and I was scared to poop with the door closed until I was 24. 
<laughs> well, anyways, that is my only kind of unexplained experience. If you have any thoughts, uh, let me know what you think. But let's move on to what you guys have said, because I'm curious to see how similar these stories really are. This first one comes from Jillian. I saw a ghost at my neighbor's house. It was like slightly translucent, but not in a translucent traditional way. It walked right past me and my friend and reached for the doorknob and then disappeared. My friend didn't see him at all. I told my friend's grandma about it because it was her house. Oh, I was like, oh, dude, something happened. We got to call your, your grandma, man. Um, <laughs> because it was her house. And I described the man to her, and she said it sounded like her grandpa, who had died in the house years before. Honestly, it wasn't scary. I thought it was just cool and very non-threatening. Hey, Jillian, by the way, we got to work on your survival instincts. Um, if you see a translucence, regardless of how traditional it may be, now I've never seen any translucence, so if I see a first translucence, that will be the new traditional translucence for me. But if you see any of it, okay, so much so that you can make out its pronouns, you run! Alright? I'm not sticking around to ask anybody's grandma about what I had seen or what's going down. Cool and non-threatening? I guess you can, you know, if you get a spiritual feeling, but... Oh, hey, man. I get scared of people at Walgreens, all right? If I see something that resembles a person and he's floating, and unless it's Casper and he makes it very clear that he's a friendly ghost, I'm moving, you know? Holy crap. It walked right past me, and your friend didn't even see it, and it was her or his grandfather. I'm curious how your friend feels about that more than anything. Like, if I went over to my friend's house, and I saw his dead grandfather. Like, wouldn't he be a little upset that the grandfather didn't reveal himself to him? He's like, we're, we're family, Grandpa. You know, like, you're going to just reveal yourself? What? You're close with the neighbor? More than me? I'm your grandson. Nothing? I, 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 nothing? You're not going to appear in a dream? You're not going to try and drag me under the bed, you know, like, just have a little fun shenanigans? No ghostly experiences at all? I'd be jealous if I was your friend, honestly. Especially if it was a cool and non-threatening way. I'd be like, what the frick? Like, were you not as tight as I thought, Grandpapa? <laughs> Anyways, that's actually very scary. No matter how non-threatening you say it is, I don't operate in that capacity. Non-threatening doesn't exist to me in any ghostly sense. But Jillian, thank you for submitting. That is terrifying and I will sleep less than I ever have. Um, this next one comes from Ryan. Now Ryan said, the house my parents bought in 1995 had a baby die in the room I slept in for 13 years. We know of the baby passing away after the people told us the ghost wasn't violent. But every once in a while, we'd just be sitting, doing our own thing, and then just very faintly hear a baby cry. Okay, we're two stories in, and immediately people are just writing the ghost off as non-violent. How long do I need to know a ghost before I can even make that assumption, say, hey, he's not a violent? Ghosts do not get the benefit of the doubt for me. I see a ghost, immediately I go, you're the problem, okay? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be casting judgment, but it's a ghost, and it's crying! You're hearing babies cry in your house for 13 years? You didn't move out? And why did the baby die? Did the baby just assume that that ghost was not violent and the ghost got it? I don't know. 
That's scary, dude. That actually gives me the chills. And I I feel like it should be calming me down that you guys are saying, no, it's very chill. It's very fine. But, you know, I'm I'm <laughs> scared. Imagine the ghosts really are not violent, but they, you know, they don't really have distance. They're just like feel me judging them. They're just like as spiritually they feel like, is someone making fun of us right now? They fly over and they start haunting me. It would be just my luck, dude. Just my luck. I won't end up like you, Lewis. Not like you. <laughs> ouch, ouch. Um, anyways, this is fun. It's scary, but it's fun. Happy Halloween, guys. This next one comes from Lengthy Scenes, username. So I live with my brother, and our rooms are next to each other. So one day I heard knocking on the door, and sometimes he'd do that if something is too loud. I get that. People yell at me all the time to quiet down. So I lowered the TV, and the knocking stopped. An hour later, it starts again, and I lower it again so that he'd stop knocking. But then the knocking doesn't stop, so I go over there, and he wasn't even home. And I thought that was weird. Weird? Alright, I'm gonna hold my judgment, because, you know, the ghost probably wasn't violent. So I checked all over the house, but there was no one home other than me. A week later, again, the same thing, and sometimes it just happens, and I don't know why! Guys, let me say again, I am so thankful and grateful that you guys submitted. But, I feel like I am on a complete different wavelength of terror. How do you just, you guys just, you see a ghost, he just walks through the door, and you're like, Oh yeah, that's my dead grandfather. Oh yeah, that's just the baby that died in my room, was whatever. Oh yeah, you know, we have a ghost now, so he just knocks on the door when my TV's getting too loud. <laughs> now you didn't say the ghost is violent. But you seem pretty chill about it. Furthermore, the ghost seems kind of douchey, too, alright? We don't know if it's violent, but I think it's kind of rude for him to keep on knocking and try and get you to lower your TV like your brother does. Like, you know, your brother can't go anywhere else. Like, that's his room, so he needs you to kind of respect his living so that you guys can both live in harmony. But the ghost can go somewhere else! It doesn't have to stay in the house like, oh my gosh, this guy with the noise again! Hey, go somewhere else, man. All right, your spirit. Wander the ethereal plane for as long as you want, but do not get in the way of me and my programs. I would tell him off if I wasn't scared of him being violent. Um, well, you know what? I'm very grateful that you guys are safe and having um, a good time with your ghost roommates. Oh, all right. We have one more, kind of two. This person wrote one too. This is from Phoenix, another username. I was chilling in my room and felt something behind me. I turned around and saw a humanoid white mist just disappear into the wall. My mother dismissed it as car lights, but I'm pretty sure car lights aren't three-dimensional objects. Bad juju! Bad juju! Alright, so this is the second person who's actually seen something, and you're saying a three-dimensional object? There's voluptuousness to this spirit? You could make out a humanoid? Was it Jillian's friend's grandfather? Why is this ghost so friendly with everybody but Jillian's friend? So sad for her. He or she probably is feeling really left out. Alright, so I was chilling in my room. Immediately, right? You say you were chilling, but were you chilling? Okay, because something was behind you, you got the chills. I turned around and saw a humanoid white mist just disappear into the wall. I would have already tried to burn the place down. I'm realizing that I'm just way more scared than I thought. You know, I started this out like, yeah, you know, I don't get scared too often, but dude, I if I'm chilling in my room here, I'm chilling, right? And I'm just having a good time like you guys are. I turn and see a white mist. I go, oh, I'm moving. How does anyone just look at that and go, yeah, that's just the way things are. Again, okay, 
My brother showed me a scary seven second video when I was eight and I pooped with the door open for like two decades. If I see a ghost, dude, I'm protesting all ghost movies from now on. Kind of rude to your mom to just dismiss it though right off the get-go. She didn't see it. You see a ghost, you know, like I'm, I'm believing you so much that I'm getting scared to your mother. Again, there's just so much calmness. She just goes, oh yeah, those are car lights. Hey, what if they weren't, okay? Jillian's friend's grandpa is just wandering around the area, and I feel like everybody is being way too nonchalant about this. Phoenix, thank you for submitting. Um, he actually wrote another one that said, shortly after his sister had been on the phone for a while, when she saw a mist, mist again, like face, move from her door to the hallway closet. Not long after that, she heard my Simon Says game upstairs going off, and she yelled for me to stop, and it stopped. Only a little bit later did she realize, oh crap, I'm home alone. Oh, all right. First off, this is probably the most respectful version of the ghost we've got. That she's like, hey, stop making noise! And the ghost is like, uh, green, red, oh, what's, shoot, I shouldn't be doing this. Blue, 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 green, blue, green, blue, green, red, blue, green, stop! Jeez, that's my bad. I should, I should be more respectful. <laughs> like, if anything, you know, he was so respectful. Your sister might have been the rude one. You know, maybe he was like on a high score. He's like, yeah, and he just stopped. He's like, oh, oh, frick, I missed. Was that yellow or green? You threw off my groove. You know, this poor guy. That is very scary, though, especially right after you said another mist like face move from the door to the hallway closet. You know, I had a friend who also told me that he saw a ghost go into the closet. I feel like that's a theme. The ghosts just keep going back into the closet. Maybe they don't want to come out of the closet. You might be seeing some of the few homosexual ghosts. And they're the nice ones, which is just like the gays, isn't it? They've been pretty chill and phenomenal, at Simon Says. So this is terrifying, but like if you look at through the lens, like your sister was just on her phone and the mist-like face is in the room, okay? Like maybe he was trying to have some fun and, and talk and she was so consumed <laughs> with her technology. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go play Simon Says. And then he's just trying to play a game and then she screams at him to stop. Like, you really do. Like, this is, like, the only instance where I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe this ghost deserves more, dude. I'm, I'm still terrified. What I will say, the best credit to Phoenix, though, is he said, the house just had an off feel to it in general, and we moved out shortly after. Yes! That is what you do when danger looms, okay? Now, it's kind of crazy that the only person that actually left was the one that may have had the nicest ghost. Like, I don't want to be any part of this. And you know what? I, and maybe it's wrong of me to keep assuming that all these ghosts are violent, but my only experience felt violent, okay? I feel kind of jealous, and it's unfair that you're like, oh, dude, this ghost feels chill, and I wake up in a panic and feel like I'm being dragged under the bed. What did I do wrong, huh? Ouch, ouch, ouch. Tell me, Lewis. Ouch. Dude, it's just so unfair to be getting treated like I'm the problem, okay? I didn't choose for the ghost to show up, all right? I'm still living. You had your chance, ghost. You died long ago. Wrap it up. Go up or down. Make a choice, all right? Pick a costume. Don't wait till the last second and spend all your money on a great jacket you might not be able to return. Um, so anyways, thank you so much to everybody who submitted. That is so awesome of you. I'm grateful. Um, I would like to go into them further, but I'm not gonna lie to you, okay? I am sweating so bad. I got the gloves on, thick jacket, the, the thick denim jeans and long socks and all this hair, dude. Like, there's no, there's no temperature release on my body right now, and I'm just burning up and terrified. So it's just heart rate is racing. Um, but I gotta say, guys, I, I really am thankful for you guys writing in 
And I'm thinking maybe I need to change my perspective. Like maybe I've had ghosts wrong. Is that what you're telling me, dude? Like maybe I just had one bad experience and I've been stereotyping them ever since. Am I the problem? Like I've been watching Ghostbusters and going, yeah, dude, get them. I'm just as bad as the people who watch Saw. I was like, yeah, I just want to watch these guys. Like they're good guys and they're just being defeated. Oh, it's crazy. I did not expect to read ghost stories and feel guilt. I don't know, man. I don't know. Ghosts are scary. People at Walgreens are scary. Nose hair trimmers are scary. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just afraid. So I think that's all we have to talk about for this beautiful Halloween season, you guys. Enjoy yourselves. Face your fears. I'm realizing that I need to go and give ghosts more of a chance. Go to Walgreens. Like, really just put yourself in the most uncomfortable position you probably will ever be in. Trick or treat. Have some fun costumes. Wear something that's a little bit more breathable. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. Just enjoy the season for what it is, a beautiful time. It's hard to see it go. So with these extra days that we have here before Halloween comes to an end, just really appreciate it. You know, that's right. We get wisdom and thoughtful, right? A little introspective at the end of this spooky season. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Also, the Halloween radio drama should be coming out tomorrow. It is done. I'm just putting off like a little final touches on the cover, but it is ready. So thank you again to everyone who has contributed to that from Drew to Shayna to Ryan to Nick to Jillian, um, two of which actually wrote ghost stories. So, you know, they have ghost experiences and you can tell that they're ghostly voice acting in that, you know, came from a real place. But yeah, I'm very grateful for you guys because it was just a lengthy project and to take the time out of your day to do that with me and, and when you guys hear it, it it was really fun they did a phenomenal job and i'm just so grateful and i'm so happy and it's spooky and it's fun so this isn't the end of our halloween journey there was more to come probably tomorrow but if not the day after but anyways guys thank you so much for taking part in this journey of screams and odd encounters i will see you guys next week and we will get back to the same old shenanigans and we will hopefully report back that I got all of my money back. If not, I will come back with lots of tears and a lighter wallet. So thank you guys again. I will see you. Happy Halloween! If there's any ghosts out here, all right? I'm not as nice as the rest of these people. I mean business! Thank you.